0: bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, summer tourism bounces back as effective epidemic control boosts confidence in leisure consumption and China's industrial profits see a narrowed decline in May. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. It's graduation time, and as a reward, many high school and university graduates choose to treat themselves to a celebratory trip before starting their next big stage in life. And this year, spending per student has surged by 21% year on year as young people choose to travel further and with more frills, according to China's largest online travel agency, Trip.com. More than 40% of graduates are opting to vacation in different provinces over this peak season from June 10 to July 30, as travel restrictions relax after a spate of COVID-19 outbreaks, the report said. searches using the keywords graduation trip have almost quadrupled since the start of the month on online travel agency Tongcheng Travel, and in the past week, such searches on travel experience-sharing platform Ma War have more than doubled. Summer tourism has bounced back in China as prominent scenic sport reopen. Most provinces allow inter provincial travel, and many areas and attractions offer free tickets. As a sign of the accelerated tourism recovery, the Universal Beijing Resort has reopened with limited capacity. The resort resumed operations on Saturday after a suspension of nearly two months and was top among all searches for theme parks across the country on domestic online travel platform Xunar. Data from trip.com show that in the week ended on June 21st, the number of cross-provincial group tour bookings rose 291% from the previous week and cross-provincial hotel bookings were up 151% on a weekly basis. And according to China's data, from June 1st to 15th this year, domestic hotel reservation has more than doubled from the second half of May. To encourage summer tourism, nearly 500 scenic sports across China have announced free tickets or discount for special groups such as students and medical workers in a bid to revive tourism, after COVID-19 flare-ups in many Chinese cities were contained, according to Trip.com. For example, scenic spot in Zhangjiajie, central China's Hunan province, better known as the Mountains in Avatar, are open to students free of charge until August 31st, according to the local tourism bureau. Profits of China's major industrial companies saw a narrowed decline in May as factories have restarted production lines amid improving business activities, data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed Monday. Major industrial firms, each with business revenue of at least 20 million yuan, saw their profits decline 6.5% from a year earlier last month, narrowing from 8.5% contraction in April. And in May, revenues of these major firms went up 6.8% year-on-year, a faster growth pace compared with April. During the January to May period, these industrial firms raked in around 3.44 trillion yuan in total profit, up 1% year-on-year. China's National Meteorological Centre renewed its yellow alert for severe weather threats today. From 2pm Monday to 2pm Tuesday, rainstorms are expected in part of 14 provinces and regions across northeastern to southwestern China. Short spells of heavy rainfall and thunderstorms are also expected to lash certain areas part of Liaoning, Shandong and Jiangsu will experience downpours with up to over a hundred millimetre of hourly precipitation. Moving on to some regional highlights. Restaurants in Shanghai will resume dining service starting Wednesday as the epidemic situation in the city has been basically brought under control, an official with the Shanghai Commerce Commission said at a press briefing on Sunday. Beijing's Education Commission announced on Saturday that students of primary and high schools can go back to campus on Monday as the city's COVID-19 epidemic situation has improved in recent days. According to the announcement, students of all grades of primary schools, students at grade 1 and grade 2 of middle schools and high schools can resume classroom education. Besides, children in kindergartens can go back to school on July 4th. The Sixth World Intelligence Conference concluded in Tianjin on Saturday. A total of 136 deals worth 85 billion yuan were signed, most of them in emerging high-tech fields such as information innovation, high-end equipment, and biopharmaceutical, according to the organiser. Next on industry and company news. Africa's largest listed investment group, NASPERS, said it and its consumer internet arm, Process, plan to sell down its holding in Tencent Holdings to finance a share buyback program, sending the Chinese internet firm over 2% lower in the afternoon trading. Process CEO said in an interview that the selling will only be 3 to 5% of Tencent's daily traded volumes. The company, spun from Naspers in 2019, earns 29% stake in Tencent. China's BroadNet has become the fourth state-backed carrier in China to offer fifth-generation wireless network services after it was granted a 5G network operator license together with the three main players in June 2019. The new players' 5G services will now be booked with seven monthly plans ranging between 118 yuan to 588 yuan and phone numbers starting with the digits 192 will be available soon. Avatar Technology, a high-end intelligent electric vehicle brand under Chinese car maker Chang'an Automobile, will join hands with tech giant Huawei Technologies to develop four high-end smart EVs by 2025, according to the Comprehensive Strategic Cooperation Agreement they inked on June 25th. Airbus will establish the Airbus China Research Center in Suzhou, East China's Jiangsu Province, to strengthen the company's footprint and innovation partnerships in China, the company announced Friday. The Airbus and Suzhou Industrial Park signed a framework agreement on Friday on the establishment of the center. Switching gears to financial news. China securities regulator will include exchange-traded funds or ETFs in Stock Connect schemes with Hong Kong from June 24, it said in a statement on Friday. Stock Connect schemes enables investors in mainland China and Hong Kong to freely trade stocks listed on exchanges in both locations. Total bond issuance in China topped 4.91 trillion yuan last month, according to data from the People's Bank of China. The issuance of Treasury bonds reached 561.6 billion yuan, and the issuance of local government bonds came in at about 1.21 trillion yuan, the central bank data showed. In May, financial bond issuance stood at 556.2 billion yuan and corporate bond issuance hit 760 billion yuan. The issuance of asset-backed securities totaled 10.4 billion yuan and that of interbank deposit certificates reached 1.8 trillion yuan. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks rose on Monday with tourism and consumer sectors leading the gains as Shanghai reported zero new local cases for the first time in two months. The Shanghai Composite rose 0.88% and the Shenzhen Component gained 1.1%. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng Index closed 2.35% higher and the Tech Index gained 4.71%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.